Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Husband and Wife Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. And today we have a very special guest. He is the executive producer and co-founder of Hollywood Productions. <laughs> also my work husband, the one, the, the only, only Nathan, Nathan Chang. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hey, you forgot to mention I'm also your boss. Oh, you're also my boss, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's also the most boss. important. The dictator of Hollywood. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy you don't want to piss off hey, in the room. Hey. I'm very agreeable unless you don't do your job right. Yes. So I figured it I uh, this would be a great episode to have my husband and my wife on. <laughs> so, <laughs> <yes. laughs> this will be fun. What's up, man? <laughs> so uh, we like to start the podcast off with a little bit of Wednesday wisdom. Oh. Yeah, I think it's a little wisdom. Little a little tip from the pros. Yeah. Into it. I'm yeah. into it. I'll uh, go ahead and kick it off. Uh, okay. This one I did learn from you. Uh, You're welcome. My, my tip for <laughs> Wednesday wisdom is you have to date yourself. Meaning, don't be afraid to go out for a bougie dinner all by yourself. Get that steak free, get mm. a glass of wine, get the dessert, get an appetizer. Oh, I love a bougie dinner by myself. I'm all into that. <laughs> so my tip for Wednesday is uh, don't be afraid to date yourself. Does it have to be bougie to no. date Mm-mm. yourself? Like, can you go to a taco truck? Well, I mean, like, whatever you would want to take your significant other to, feel like you should be able to do that for yourself. Right. A museum. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would enjoy a museum by myself more. A dog park, even if you don't have dogs. I always want to do that. <laughs> I just want to go inside. <laughs> Maybe I'll just carry, maybe I'll just have a leash (laughs) so that it looks like I have a dog. And just be looking for your dog the whole time. Yeah, and be like, where's my dog? (laughs) And then just leave without a dog. Yeah. Or leave with a dog. (laughs) Or leave with a dog. (laughs) Leave with a dog. That's A woman was arrested today. Uh, What about you? Oh, uh, my Wednesday wisdom um, comes from I was talking to a client who struggles with meal prepping and figuring out how to provide food for her family um, and I had mentioned sh- she knows that I do it in one fell swoop on Sunday or Monday I spend X amount of hours in the kitchen meal prepping for the week and I told her that doesn't have to apply to everybody you can do it in two three cooking sessions if you need to like maybe on Sunday you cook two meals and then on Tuesday you cook another two meals Um, so I think my Wednesday wisdom tip is figuring out how you can cook best for yourself doesn't have to be and it doesn't have to be the same for for, for everyone else yeah it doesn't just yeah it doesn't fit everyone that's great yeah I love that yeah meal Mm. prep doesn't have to happen in one day oh Mr. Chang it can be uh, film related it could be life related whatever you whatever you're feeling oh my God. Can it be uh, a little more general, I guess? Sure. Maybe. Hundo. Um, I, think, I think the advice I would give is uh, my, little, my little nugget of wisdom <laughs> is um, to have patience and focus. I think I talk, to a lot of, um, I talk to a lot of actors and I guess artists in general who come into the city and they have a lot of different interests. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people who come here, you know, and are musicians, they are also artists and they like to write and they also like to do all these other things. And I think my advice to them is to sort of patiently go through one thing at a time and actually go down that road. I think it's a hard Mm -hmm. time we live in when we're bombarded by so many things and 
we sort of it, it's it's a risk to go down a road you know and i think people will start to go down a road and be like if it doesn't immediately feel right they'll, they'll turn around and go back mm-hmm. but i think to really like focus and have patience and actually go down that road before you decide it's not right for you um well, that's great you know, yeah piece of advice yeah i think that's so that. that's really important for people in new york mm-hmm. because there are so many th- opportunities and so many things that you can do yeah. that it's easy to just get kind of like tossed around in like a whirlpool, a whirlpool of. It's um, so easy to yeah. fall into that. But I think just patiently trying one thing at a time and like yeah. really throwing your whole self into it instead of part, totally. of, part of yourself. Yeah. You're never going to know if it's the right thing unless you're fully in it. Yeah. I think it goes for a lot of things in life. Yes. Relationships. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. great advice, man. Yeah. Starting off with great. a bang. Yeah. Dude, you know? Right. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Earth. Mind blown emoji, <laughs> which is the most disgusting new emoji, I think. Yeah, it it's really weird. weirds me out. Yeah. Is like it the brain weird. exploding through the skull? Yeah. It's yeah. Like a little graphic for my taste. All right. Okay. Um, so, Nathan, why don't you tell us about how you started getting into film and acting and how your passion and love for this yeah genre came about well it was never the plan which <laughs> i <laughs> which is so funny because it is exactly where i need to be mm-hmm. but it was never the plan um because i i come from a musical theater background i was always um i wasn't well it wasn't always an actor i, I started as like a classical musician because mm-hmm. i played clarinet um, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to uh, play in symphonies and like go that route. I think I ever knew um, that. Yeah. Hmm. But then um, I found theater <laughs> and I realized very quickly that I love theater people. And when was that, that you found theater? Um, that was in high school. Well, okay. I, I had done a lot of acting just throughout my childhood, but I was yeah. always like, <laughs> I was always like, this is not a career. Like <laughs> anyone who decides to choose this as a career is stupid. Like <laughs> you can't make money doing this. And then in high school, I did, uh, I did a production of Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. I played Cogsworth. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah. And I think as children's theater has just such a special place in my heart mm-hmm. after doing that show I like after each performance we would go out and like sign autographs for the kids oh yeah and just like seeing like their little hearts yeah. like oh. light up just like yeah. lit my soul on fire <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like yeah this is what I want to do forever I want to be I want to do this and this yeah. was in South Carolina this is in North, North Carolina. Carolina excuse me yeah wow um, great husband yeah no. um, <laughs> oh, he doesn't know Jack. two different states <laughs> North and South Carolina <laughs> they're the same no, um, what, what was that I mean that must have been a little weird like I mean what's the theater scene yeah. like down there in North Carolina yeah great okay great yeah All right. no it was I had I came my I was a public school I went to but it was like a really um, I was very fortunate to go to a, a high school that has a very strong support for the arts. Oh, that's cool. Um, just in, incredible support. Like they put a lot of money into their shows and the band and chorus program. They built a whole new fine arts building while I was there. Oh, wow. It was really, I was very fortunate in that regard. I realize now mm-hmm. kind of seeing other schools around the country kind of struggling to pull their arts funds together. I came from a very fortunate high school. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I um, was going to do musical theater and then I did it and I went to college for musical theater Mm -hmm. and then um in college I did a little bit of film I took an acting for film class with 
uh, this brilliant man, Ken Cheeseman, who is in a lot of movies, actually, but he is a fantastic acting teacher. And it was, it really sort of changed my whole mindset about going into the film world. So that um, was kind of like the first moment where you were like, oh, I could, I'm actually you considering could do film exactly. instead of theater. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I did, I, we, I did like a couple short little movies in college and then I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, this is a fun yeah. vibe. But I was majoring in musical theater, so after college I uh, did a lot of musicals. And then um, <laughs> just reached a point where I was like, this is not for me, really doing other people's sort of shows, like going out to uh, some other state or like traveling around the country, doing a piece and being a small cog in a big machine was not for me. Like it wasn't fulfilling the creative part of myself that I needed to keep filled. Um, So I started a web series. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, because that's kind of how we made maybe talk about the decision to do that and like kind of how that came about. Yeah, so I was, um, so I, I needed to create. I needed to be like writing and making original stuff. That was kind of the, what I realized. So um, I met this girl uh, waiting tables at California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> Her name is Melanie Bailey, and um, we bonded actually over um, the the soup at California Pizza Kitchen. We, we were both standing by the soup station. <laughs> Um, just like being bored and she looks at me, she points to the soup and she says, soup, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then we became comedy writing partners after that. <laughs> That's, I mean, um, I, I can't think of a better comedy writing. Oh we met in college and like, no, we met at a soup station we in California right in front of the kitchen. soup. <laughs> um, <laughs> so how, how long after you met her, did you guys film your first episode? Oh, not, not long. I think of just a few months. Oh, months wow. after yeah probably <laughs> we met like in fall and then i think that spring the spring after that fall we we started chitty chitty bailey chang chitty chitty bailey yeah yeah so we started with just a <laughs> camera that i for i like got a little bit of money together and bought a camera and then we did it in the park just me and her with like hand puppets and <laughs> sorry <laughs> a lot of tourists like i'm thinking of what my mom just just <laughs> <laughs> Did what? I told you this story? No. My mom gets every like name. She's so smart and can remember everything except for like people's titles. Names. I have a problem with this too, so now I know where I get it from. Titles or people's names. I had a manager whose name was um, April uh-huh. for almost three years, and every time I talked to her, she was like, "Oh, how's Avril? Avril? I'm like." April, I've told you this so many times. And so there was <laughs> oh one God. time that she... You're so hard on her. Okay, I, can't, I can only be a broken record for so long. <laughs> she does it to me, That's too. Fair. That's <laughs> fair. Um, but she one day asked um, how Chitty Chitty Bailey Chang was going. <laughs> she calls it, um, how's, um, uh, what's it, uh, Chitty Chitty... <laughs> Chitty Chitty Chit Chong. <laughs> Chitty Chitty Chit Chong. And I was like, that's wow. racist. Wow. <laughs> Used to like your mom. No, yeah. Oh no. She lost oh me. She just she lost me, me right there. <laughs> no, and, it was it was a it was a tough. That's a tough name for a web series. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think so. but it was it's so funny. I remember because we met right after you guys had done like season one. Right. Right. Of that, 
and we met uh and so i met you shortly after that at the odeon bar we were, you were bartending and i was serving mm-hmm. and we kind of touched on this like in an earlier episode but i'd love to hear like your thoughts on when i was like hey man like what do you do because i remember that specifically that conversation at the bar and you're like i have a web series and it's kind of like i feel like yeah. it was that snap and then all of this happened so maybe you can kind of talk about that a little bit right um well i think when you came up to me and asked if i needed help on set i think uh me bringing you on board was just purely selfish. Totally. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, yes, we need more help. Like free help. Yes, we'll take it. Um, you, you were like, oh, get coffee. And I was like, no, you'll, you'll run sound because, <laughs> because we desperately need help. Yeah, but not, uh, not before you were like, yeah, sure, send me your reel. Like you're like, send me your reel. Well, yeah, done. I have trust issues. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. It takes a while for me to actually like 100%. trust people to do their job. Yeah. Because I'm a control freak. But... um. But yeah, I think you coming on board and then us becoming friends. Yeah. So it started sort of with the first thing. job he did on JJ Bailey Chang was yeah. sound. Mm-hmm. And then when, how, because he... For the turtle episode, customer service. Turtle, turtle that was such a funny service. episode. Um, but he started to have a little bit more of a role. Like, how? when was it like, oh, this guy is really creative. I like working with him. Let's start bringing him on to do more stuff. Oh, I think it was immediate. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Right on, right from the get go. But also, he, like you said, he was being selfish. So it was really for the free labor. <laughs> yeah, it was mostly free. No, but I think, <laughs> well, it was shortly after, I think, I, I can't remember if it was after we had wrapped, or we were like halfway through shooting up season two that mm-hmm. I started to write Honey Hands. And then I remember showing that to, to him. And, uh, and Honey Hands is, is a short, the short, the short film. Like the first short film we did. did. Mm-hmm. Like under the Hallelujah umbrella, I would say. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I just remember showing the script to him and then like being like all nervous over and I'd be like, oh man, like he's such a good writer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, coming back the next day being like, oh, it was great. Can I direct it? And I was like, my, I yeah. literally mind, <laughs> mind blown emoji. Like I was like, wait, what? We're making this? I was just kind of like, oh yeah, that's, like always, that's always been my mindset is blown like off. making things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I mean, and then we made that. And so we, we went through the whole process and pre-pro we were working out of a coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was weird. Mulberry and Vine, right? Yeah. I remember downtown. coming to some of your, your meetings and yeah. Yeah. Talks and stuff. So when you're explaining how Hallelujah was built to people who don't, who aren't us, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. do you, how do you say like, how, how do you describe how Hallelujah was built? I start with that short film, mm-hmm. Honey Hands, and talk about sort of how we just had this idea, or this how a girl came to us, um, this an, an actress, and wanted a, wanted something for her reel, and then Corey wrote a thing, and then I asked if I could direct the thing, and then we <laughs> made the thing with that same crew that made the web series, yeah, um, which was just sort of a dream crew. We all had so much fun working together, yeah, um, and then after that film which was so much fun making <laughs> yeah. after we just had such a blast creating that thing together. We, I, I explained it to people that we all just sort of agreed that we needed to take all of these skills that we had learned. Cause mm-hmm. it was, we're, we're talking over two years, over two years of, of filmmaking at that point Yeah, where yeah. I had, you know, just started as an actor and then, you know, through necessity picked up skills and, camera work and directing. editing and yeah. directing yeah. yeah, skills. I never, ever wanted to know things I never wanted to know, <laughs> but just learned them out of necessity to yeah. make these things happen. Yeah. And then we're like, wow, well now we have all these skills 
we should definitely Let's find a way to <laughs> yeah find a way to make money off of it and do what we love and help other people yeah yeah, yeah that's that's been a big component is making you know helping other people and doing uh literally making dreams come true which mm-hmm. is crazy we had talked about that in another episode about like what I hope after doing all of this, like, what is my legacy going to be? It's like, if that's a little part of it, like, holy smokes, like, yeah, that's such a cool yeah. thing. And I think that was the biggest sort of light bulb moment for me, I think, was after we made our first pilot under the company, like with the company, um, and we wrapped the last day on that, uh, that pilot, just seeing the writer's face after that. Yeah. And like him coming up and like thanking me was like such a huge moment for me. I'm like, oh, this. <laughs> yeah, you're cheering up a little bit. Is <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is very yeah. emotional. Every time we wrap something that someone else wrote and it's, there's, you know, it's been yeah. their baby. They've been sitting on for oh five years and they trust us to like come on board and do it. Yeah. It's like huge. It's a huge. Yeah. yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of trust. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, I feel like, I mean, here we are like hundreds of and hundreds of projects later. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. There used to be... We have like 450 videos on our Vimeo. Yeah. There In was two a time, year, three years. like after you guys moved to uh, Workville, at that point it was like I always knew, and I think also because Corey was editing a lot of stuff from our house, so I knew of all of the projects you guys were doing. But there was one point, I think a couple months after that he would come home and we were talk we would talk about stuff. Oh, did you see the blah 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 project? Oh, what? What you guys did that? <laughs> oh, and did you see this and this? Like you guys were banging out so many videos so fast yeah. that even I like could not keep up with the I can't even keep up with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you guys were cranking out a lot. I know. Yeah. That but, is actually is an issue. <laughs> I talk to people I'm like, "Yeah, that thing." And they're like, "What? What thing?" <laughs> like, "Oh, I forget who I've told yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so a crazy. A lot of different yeah. things. Or people always come up to me and they're like, "Hey, how's that uh, comedy video coming along?" Like, and I'm like, "Which, which one? one? <laughs> what are we talking about? What year? <laughs> Who wrote it?" Yeah. Like, we work on so many projects that it's just like, "Yeah, I need more info." <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Rolodex just goes. Brrr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I got that one. Yeah, what no. do you guys think that your favorite like style? Because you guys have done, uh, style's not the right word, but you guys have done a lot of um, record, like live recordings of shows, whether that be um, bands or now um, uh, speeches or mm-hmm. what, what, what's... Forums. Forums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you guys have done a lot of like Kickstarter into a pilot episode of what could be um, shopped around. You've done a lot of sketch comedy. What do you guys think is your favorite? Like what's your passion? I think it's that's a different answer for, for me and for Corey. Yeah. I think mine. I'm 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 very much a narrative kind of mm-hmm. guy, so I think narrative in in general, more specifically, sort of realist comedy, just mm-hmm. sort of like kind of very kind of dry yeah. real life comedy yeah. is kind of yeah. what I love. Uh, what I love directing the most. Yeah, yeah, and you're so good at it too. Like watching you direct. Upside. Like Upside was so cool because it was such a delicate thing. Upside's so delicate, uh, which, I mean, I, I hate yeah, that we're talking yeah. about what it is because it's not released yet, but... Yeah, um, I like I like 
funny things that are very that feel very real yeah you know yeah because life is funny and like there are a lot of serious things that happen in life but we always find the comedy in in it yeah you know? life think, isn't so serious i think that upside is probably mm. one of my favorite things totally. that you guys have have done because yeah, of definitely. that because it's so real and it's so raw and um the the writing and how you guys portrayed that um, yeah Nate also did a great job really on the good. edit too. The edit's really, the edit's really strong. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I think I think for me, I love. I come from a doc world, so like I love documentaries. Um, but I think like long term, uh, the more I get into like I just directed my first narrative short, mm-hmm. so like that I think kind of helped me catch the bug. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to get into like more serious narrative work, yeah, uh, like a drama. Um, yeah, I love drama. I love action too. I'm like looking forward to mm-hmm. that as I kind of slowly build my repertoire and like kind of find my style. Uh, I think Nate's is Nate's done more directing of uh, comedy narratives, like for sure. I mean, CCBC directed, yeah. and Melanie directed all of those, and then all of the stuff that we've done, I kind of defer to his judgment. Yeah. But I think for me, yeah, definitely like narrative. I do love comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm usually whispering in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> on, on yeah. set we yeah we, we we're, we're trying to figure out our like co-directing name because we're, we're just gonna yeah. oops, sorry we're just gonna do it under like one umbrella I but yeah think that's adorable. <laughs> but uh no i think yeah i think more serious narrative work is what i'd like that's my goal kind of for 2018 is to like write or yeah. or direct like a more serious narrative <laughs> <Yeah>. zaddies zaddies <laughs> that's a that's zaddies. a top contender right now <laughs> directed by zaddies <laughs> so we're thinking like a x-a-d <laughs> I S, you know, but like with an apostrophe in there somewhere. Because people could be like, "Who's this Middle Eastern director?" <laughs> Listeners, if you have any ideas for us, oh, yeah, let's well, well, send know. it in. Yeah. Um, okay. So, what do you think has been your biggest lesson starting a business? Oh man, <laughs> there have been I know. so many, so many lessons. <laughs> um. I think knowing your worth has mm-hmm. been the biggest lesson uh, and continues to be. And I've talked to a lot of business owners. This is not unique mm-hmm. by any means to us. Um, you have to put a price on what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be really realistic. And you can't cheat yourself mm-hmm. when you're trying to pick a price. Yeah. Um, and you have to know your worth and know the value of your product. Yeah. And... I definitely did not know that in the beginning and I still struggle with it now because oh, I totally man. I, I want to help people, you know, but yeah. it, there comes a point where I need to also help yourself, help myself. And, yeah. and, and all, it's not even about the money. It's more just like valuing my work. And I think yeah. especially in the arts, people need to be doing oh, that more. Yeah. I got an email two days ago from some guy that was like looking for a volunteer videographer. And I was like, I wanted to send like a very strong email back being like, you should not do this. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right, yeah. I'm like, he's like, he's like, well, everyone volunteers for us. And I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that. I was like, you should pay your actors. Yeah. You should pay these people who are talented. Yeah. Yeah. To do your things. Like yeah. it's totally. not, it's not okay. Yeah. That yeah, happens th- a lot in the, the dance world too, where it's like, there's a really good, um, lighting director or really mm-hmm. good stage manager, or whom, whomever. Um, and it's, you know, I think it's important to 
make those close relationships so that if you are in a bind, you know, you're going to have that relationship of, yeah, sure, I can come help you, no problem, because I really value your product and I value you as a person, I'm going to help you. Right. But it also comes down to you shouldn't be just throwing yourself out there for free because then you're going to get that reputation of, oh, well, it doesn't matter because yeah. he'll and do it for free. And you also are doing a disservice to the entire arts community. You know, yeah. you kind of devalue the product for everybody yeah yeah i mean that kind of goes hand in hand with what i was gonna mention about uh you know paying your people but like really taking care of like especially i guess this may be specific for us and in in film but like finding someone that you like to work with be it a camera operator or a sound guy and like making sure that they're taken care of i think one of our competitive advantages as as a production company uh, and Nathan and I work with a lot of people that went to school for film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to think that anyone that's come on to a Hollywood set has been like, oh, wow, like this is a little bit different than what I'm used to in terms of like the way I'm treated as an individual and respected yeah. for like my artistic viewpoints, be it a DP or or even a sound game. Like, hey, man, mm-hmm. like, are you good? Like, tell me what you need. And like understanding that everyone is like a unique individual and yeah. not just like a, a, a hole that needs to be like plugged in terms of like just to get it done totally i think that's kind of been our mo and uh and that comes from years of working in the service industry Mm -hmm. i yeah i think it really does so like all you people out there Mm -hmm. (laughs) waiting tables or you know doing a service job that skill is so valuable and will set you apart your entire life because yeah people with emotional high emotional intelligence are often really good servers, I would say, mm-hmm. or bartenders, like people that can like read a room or walk, like see someone walk into a bar and be like, this guy is really upset or yeah. or this person is going to mm-hmm. be kind of whatever. If you have a sixth sense about those things, I definitely think it helps out it's in been a any huge, situation. a huge asset for us. Yeah. yeah. And really makes us stand out. Yeah, I would yeah. say. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What has been What's, my biggest lesson? Yeah. Um, I think it goes along with that is like, knowing what your worth is and not feeling like you need to change it based on someone's reaction. Like just, yes, two days ago, yeah, I was talking to a potential new client and she goes, oh, wow, after I told her my price, she goes, oh, wow, you're really expensive. And I said, actually, I'm I'm not. there yes that may, it may seem like that but there are definitely people that are paying more than me but you have to understand that i am doing something so specific just for you if you want someone else to cook your meals you can continue ordering seamless and you can continue <laughs> it's true or you can go order from like fresh director i'm forgetting the name of the company yeah. that like <laughs> gives you these meals but they're not going to be catered to your specific needs and you're reaching out to me because you have specific needs that you want handled right like you want to be on a specific diet you want to lose weight you want to have all these things you can't get that unless you pay you get what you pay for exactly if you want more out of it you sometimes have to pay a little bit more and you know and, (laughs) and i tell clients sometimes is like we all spend our money in certain ways and it just means you have to change. Yeah. Like, yeah. Our, our equivalent of that is yeah, just go shoot it on an iPhone. Like if yeah, that's what exactly. you want to pay, <laughs> yeah. Go shoot, shoot it on, you an, get iPhone. It on an iPhone. Yeah. Then yeah. You'll get it for the right price. What yeah. do you think? What do you think has been the biggest hiccup? Not the biggest challenge, but like what, what's been like a hiccup where you're like, not like a, Oh, this is, this is a terrible thing, but kind of like, Oh, like maybe like an unintended consequence of lo- like owning a business. Like what would you say? 
We've made no mistakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, you guys are perfect. <laughs> you guys are perfect, for yeah. sure. Um, oh, that's kind of tough to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I like I would say for me, it's like, make sure, like, hiccup. Like, you cannot underestimate the value of double checking and making a list. Like, forgetting media. Right. Or like, yes, you know what yes. I mean? Like, like, there's always, like, there's always, and the other the thing is, The power of pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spending time in pre-production. Yeah. Don't fix it in post. Fix, fix it, it in pre. pre. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that can yeah. be said for any, yeah, yeah. just planning. <laughs> um, I might say uh, researching your clients before you jump. Oh, Ooh, that's a good <laughs> one. Into yes. bed with them, I think, is a great... <laughs> little lesson i've learned and there have been hiccups along the road when you discover that one of your clients has donated a hundred million dollars or something that might be a good piece of information before yeah. you price them out oh my god oh yeah i wasn't even thinking about that but oh, that's a man. good one make sure you know what they do what their product is about <laughs> yeah, yeah totally. before you uh sign a contract that's yes. it that's it yeah. oh that's a great that's a good one that's great 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 <laughs> all right are we moving into the speed round? yeah so speedish like oh god you, you can it doesn't have to be like a one word super fast oh um, speedish but yeah okay speedish i feel like i already know what he's gonna say so i'm gonna i'm gonna of all the ones you're gonna ask him i'm gonna i'll tell oh, you god. how many i'm, I got I'm right. nervous. Don't I don't be even, nervous i don't even okay. know what these are it's good okay um what is your dream job being the executive producer at Hollywood Productions. Hey! Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Living dream. the dream. Okay, okay. That yeah. is the dream. All right. No, I'm I'm Yeah. I guess right I mean now, like yeah. what like I guess I mean um in this within our like realm. within Hollywood, mm-hmm. who is your dream um like having a movie handed to you and saying like I know what it is. this is I want uh, Nathan, I want you to make this romantic comedy or Nathan I want you to make this whole series like what is that it would be a movie musical of some sort yes ding 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 I knew I I knew that one okay great yeah that Um, would be my dream so if anyone has an incredible movie musical bring it to me send it it. your way (laughs) I was thinking about that last night working with after working with Charlie Rosen who's one of our amazing clients like you and him could write like a better yeah La La Land Charlie, let's do it. Charlie, let's do it. And okay. or Jonathan, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Brenner, that might be musician. that might be like a 2019 like goal. Yeah, feature. I'm into idea. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Putting it out there in the universe. Okay, right. go ahead, Corey. Uh, cat or dog? Dog for sure. Any particular yeah. breed? Ooh, Saint Bernards. Oh my oh, goodness, yes. what? So yeah. cute. Saint Bernard. Not yeah. an appropriate New York City dog. No. I don't think. But well, they say I the bigger Saint the Bernard's. dog is, the less energy they need. So maybe. Maybe I have seen a couple around yeah. the city. Yeah. But yeah, I I grew up with Saint Bernard, and they are the sweetest. Yeah, they are. Gentlest giants oh. in the world, and they just collapse at your feet in pure love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if you could pick any com- if you could pick any company to work with, what company would it be? To like collab with? Yeah. In a, on a like commercial? Yeah. In a commercial, commercial sense? Or whatever it may be. Mm. Any company. First thing that comes to mind? Uh, Adidas. Adidas? <laughs> no. I love Adidas. <laughs> really? <laughs> maybe we should choose like the second or third thing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not that. Second or third thing. Yeah. <laughs> he says Adidas all serious and we go, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. Oh, yeah. I thought you might say like penguin. Or oh, like, I love penguin. I do love penguin. I'm trying to think of like a like a good. What's a good company that do like good things? Hmm. Um, I don't know. 
There, there are many. I think oh, mine. Oh, would... um, Patagonia. Oh, that's a oh, great that'd answer. be a good one. Mine Patagonia is an incredible company. They do. Oh yeah, yeah you great just things for the environment. Do they really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did when um, when Donald Trump was having his whole like we're gonna Shh, shut don't down. Say that name on this podcast. He's forty five. His name is forty five. He's just a number. Oh, when oh I'm so sorry. There were more before when, him. There will be more after. Yes. Okay. When forty five had his whole like I'm shutting down all the environmental parks or the funds or whatever. Patagonia changed their entire website. It was just when you get went to Patagonia.com. It was just one page and it. Was all it was was talking about that and how mm. they said like you need to go to your local people wow. and speak to them and change this because this yeah. cannot be That's like cool. that is amazing. They company. they basically said no one can buy from us online for I don't know how long it was up there for but they. I yeah. think that's amazing. I'm really also, I'm really into companies that do lifetime warranties for things mm. or like take yeah. care of their products. So like, I think for me, it'd be like a Filson or like a, like an Able Archer. I love bags. Yeah. So, I mean. New Belgium. Brewery. Oh, yes. <laughs> Out of Asheville, right? They just opened a brewery in Asheville, but they mm. only open breweries on landfills and like destroyed land and they they go in they spend tons and tons and tons of money cleaning it up and like turning the land like using the landfill to create their beer and like recycling everything (gasps) that's awesome only gonna drink new Belgium now there you go great 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 (laughs) who would be your dream I guess we kind of mentioned this but like your dream client we just yeah we just did did um okay how do you drink your coffee black okay how do you um um, oh gosh. Right leg or left leg when you put your pants on? Oh, that's a oh, good one. Right. Really? Left? I'm left. I put my left on first. I don't always. think about that. Oh, okay. Because no. I put Salty my pants on sweet. before I put coffee. <laughs> I'm not thinking about that. There you go. All right, salty this, or sweet? Uh, salty. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we're going to do a little, I'll read the cards, but um, what did we call this? This is called uh, Watch or Skip. Watch or Skip, musical edition. What? All right. Yeah. So you have to choose between the two, and we'll, then we'll narrow it down to like the top musical for oh, you. Oh. Okay. Okay. Just in our in our quick little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And we have flashcards for those of you that aren't watching because we're right. not recording this. <laughs> Wicked, or Dear Evan Hansen. Ooh, uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Whoa. Okay. Wait. Dear that, Evan what, what am I saying? I'm saying the one that I would want to watch. Watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Dear Evan Hansen <laughs> yeah. or Waitress. Dear Evan Hansen. Okay, this one's kind of a softball, I think. <laughs> um, Dear Evan Hansen or Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, mean Girls or Rodgers and Hammerstein, Cinderella? Mean Girls. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, mean Girls or <laughs> The Greatest Showman? Showman. I did love that movie. Yes. I sing This Is Me. Shout out to Kayla Settle. Love you, girl. <laughs> uh, mean Girls. Okay, wow. Um, mean Girls or You're in Town? Not You're in Town, but You're, you're in, in town. town. I know You're in Town well. Um, <laughs> I hope it comes back to Broadway. I want to see Mean Girls still. <laughs> um, mean Girls or Beautiful? Oh, I loved Beautiful. It's so good. It's mean, still Mean Girls. Oh, wow. boy. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> okay, Mean Girls or West Side Story? I know. Both. <laughs> Both of one. them. Just one. 
Ooh, that's a tough no. one. He loves what he oh, loves Sondheim. Story is just a classic. Oh, it's, you know, I said the other day I really want to watch that again. Ah, uh, West Side Story. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's just West too Side good. Story or Lion King. West Side Story. <laughs> yes, like honestly, how dare you put West those beside each other? West Side Story or Kinky Boots? Uh, West Side Story. <laughs> Come on, Alex. Come on. West Side Story or Came. Come from away. Come from away. West Side Story. Okay, West Side Story. Here we go. All right, some Leonard Bernstein. You know, yeah, I I do love. I did not know this. Um, Someone told me this a couple weeks months ago that all the choreographer, the composer, and the maybe director were all J, J, all gay Jewish men. Oh yeah, I believe that. And that's like really what it was about was the oppression of gay Jewish men in American society. Oh, weird. Yeah. It wasn't like a... They just put a Romeo and Juliet style on it hmm. so that... Yeah. Hmm. Wow. That's an interesting lens to wow. think about. Anywho. That's all... That's a couple of different lenses. Take a moment for yeah, gay Jewish wow. men. L'chaim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> L'chaim. Uh, um, okay, Mazel. so our last two little segments. Corey, what has made you laugh the most this week? Oh, man. Oh, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> This guy usually is making that. What were we? We were laughing about. Oh, I made you laugh this morning, and that made me laugh. What did I say? (laughs) I when I get him to laugh is what really makes me laugh, and I made him crack up this morning. Was a penis joke, right? (laughs) I was coming up with ideas for segments for a talk show, and I was like, oh, they could make like a homemade lip scrub. And I said, and I was like, what about a homemade dick scrub? <laughs> and he just lost it. And I lost it. I don't know. Yeah. I was feeling what would he make, when exhausted. He laughs, I laughed. I just <laughs> came out of nowhere. I was exhausted you. and flustered. And sometimes those things hit me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I get it. So, yeah, that's what makes me. That, that, that one yeah. got me, too. Made me chuckle. Yeah. Only because if he's chuckling, I'm, like, usually laughing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, What's made you laugh the most this week? Uh, it was either Dick Scrub or <laughs> any of Melanie's uh, oh songs God. during our meeting. Oh. <laughs> we have a weekly meeting here at Hollywood, and oh. Melanie Bailey is the queen of like putting things into songs. Straight Nathan. <laughs> well, she has this song. The rest of that song well, go. she sings this song called "All Those Tabs." <laughs> Can you give us a um, sample? <laughs> um. I, I, she knows the lyrics better than I do, but it's like, and all those tabs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's all, it's to the tune of all that all jazz. That jazz. <laughs> all that jazz. So she sings like tabs. a, do you hear that music there, but from which <laughs> tab? <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. Yeah. Oh um, she also did a straight Nathan wearing it. his cardo- cargo shorts. <laughs> Straight Nathan. Yeah, yeah I'm totally, totally into sports. <laughs> straight Nathan. It's a nice, fun joke we all like to laugh about. It's straight Nathan. Yeah, I'm straight totally Nathan. Into sports. I'm just a straight guy. Okay. Out here She's having crying. fun with my She's... friends. <laughs> it's just me and my friends playing sports. <laughs> the kickball game. No one's so gay out I here. I had one thing that I was going to say, but then as we were talking about things something else popped to mind so i think i have to have a, a throwback but now i can't decide so i'm gonna have oh, to is it the kickball moment 
Is it the kickball Nathan story? Nathan playing kickball at our wedding? Oh. You know what? Can I have a, can I have a soapbox <laughs> moment where I stand on a soapbox? And yes. Actually, about... it wasn't going to be that. Oh. It, it was... <laughs> Someone's so sensitive about the kickball. <laughs> it's kind of in line with that, so step I on up. I was like, I have something to say. Okay, go ahead um, and say it. I... <laughs> I hate being the only gay man at a straight bachelor party because you just become the token gay and everyone just makes fun of you. Okay. Well. Soapbox moment over. Well, when, when you're playing kickball and your team wins and you say, yay, I'm good at sports, I did sports. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good at sports. I did sports. <laughs> well, well, what else do you say when you win the when you win the little the little uh, no, competition? What I was say, when you win the competition, what does one say <laughs> besides I'm good at sports? <laughs> um, when <laughs> I think it was me, I went to, or maybe it was Corey. We went to go throw something in the trash can, and then one of whoever it was said Kobe, and then you admitted that you had no idea. <laughs> Why people said that? Why people said Kobe? What does this have to do with beef? <laughs> oh god! Oh, that was funny. Oh, I, I remember was we were so both just kind of like, "What?" <laughs> you don't know the Black oh, Mamba? Why everyone says Kobe when they throw things? <laughs> Kobe. <laughs> beef. Kobe. Oh, like the Japanese oh, massaged man. cows. <laughs> That's but hysterical. then my other one was because you mentioned work husband. <laughs> after we got married, um, it was the day after we got married. We were going to go wine tasting, and we had all we had. Corey and I had rented a huge house for everyone to stay in, and you and me, and I think maybe Alexis and someone else. We were all standing around, and I'm like, "Oh my God, Corey, can you take even longer to get ready? Like we have to go." And then you like put your you cross your arms and you like lean into me and you go, "Gosh." Our husband. <laughs> that's like that's one of my favorite that moments was so ever. Great. Yeah. That one really Ugh, got me. Our husband. <laughs> so funny. Also because you had just been my husband for not even twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, last oh last gosh. last little one, and then we're gonna say goodbye. Uh, what has been your latest obsession? What Ooh. have you been obsessed with lately? Um, I love because each new week that, I mean, because we sit next to each other. Right. 40 we hours have a, week. we have a million yeah. obsessions yeah but I, I love that usually once a week you'll come and be like man like i'm really into this thing like you keep things so fresh it's like so nice to be hanging out with you because you're always like dude i did this new thing and i think we have that kind of cool little yeah because like, you're things. always you're always recommending things yeah too. yeah and we actually listen to each other's recommendations which is we do not normal for we people do. i'm not... still i'm still trying trying to read that book uh, ready player one oh, it's, it's on my list yeah, so. oh he could not put that down that's great that's yeah. great well but, you should read it then we'll um, go see it together but go ahead you're in it. Um, I think my obsession right now is actually another podcast. Oh, cool. Plug a podcast on your podcast. Yeah, for sure. It's called So Many White Guys. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And it's uh, Phoebe from um, uh, Two Dope Queens. Oh, cool. She has this little branch off podcast called So Many White Guys where she interviews black women. And it's so good. It is so good. They touch on so many like really important, awesome topics. And she interviews really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, la- the last one I listened to, they were talking about um, like c- casting, mm-hmm. um, like black people and casting and like how sensitive that subject is. Mm-hmm. And, sh- and the uh, guest she was interviewing 
was like, this is just was very poignant to me. It was like, you see so many roles, like breakdowns for roles in casting that are like Stacy 23 perky. And everyone just is supposed to assume that's a white girl. Whereas you see another breakdown that's like, you know, Veronica, African-American female. Like they feel the need to mention it when it's an an African-American. And when it's not, it should just be assumed that it's a Caucasian. Wow. Um, And this same actress was um, not even allowed to audition for Dark Knight Rises. She like got an audition for it, and then they said, "Oh, never mind. Actually, don't come in." We decided not to make this character urban. Ooh. Which only in this sort of world that we live yeah. in, this business which we are a part of, is it okay to just not give people jobs based on how they look? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, man. and, and so, we've tried to get, to incorporate that into right. into how we hire crew as yeah. well. So I want to yeah definitely be the change. Yeah. yeah, in that sense. Yeah, that's awesome. For or sure. try to be as much as we can. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, wife? Um, my latest obsession has been my blog. Mm. I have done a lot of work on it this week, and I didn't really realize until yesterday that I, when I sat down to continue working on my blog, like, wow, I've I've done a lot, and I haven't been. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't touch my blog for almost two years, so. Um, I'm and I'm really enjoying it and I have so many ideas of content that I want to put out and who I want to collaborate with and things that I want to um, like blog and post about so um, I'm pretty excited about it if anyone has any requests holla nice. at your girl oh, <laughs> all right yeah what did I say I was obsessed with LaCroix last time mm, yeah, sparkling you said, water you s- mm. LaCroix La yeah you said LaCroix are you talking about LaCroix LaCroix La like what? But do you, you, you said this morning what your latest obsession what was, and then I asked you, and then you were like, oh, no, not really. Oh, no, your yeah. Insults. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I, so I <laughs> shot recently um, a panel of, um, uh, actually, I've done like five or six of them, of like filmmakers and people that have been working in the industry. Like it was like one of them was like a producer, an actor, a YouTube star. Um, and then there was another one that I shot that was like three prominent female comedy writers. And so I've just kind of been obsessed with like listening to other people's journey into film Mm. and like kind of realizing for myself that like, I don't have to be the valedictorian of NYU to make something cool, Mm -hmm. you know, and like just kind of like focusing on craft right and and really trying to identify like weak spots and like listening to people be like i wasn't good at this and then that's all i did and now i'm good at it so like really obsessing about uh and 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 internalizing and like really trying to become more about the craft aspect of things so uh being surrounded by the hallelujah team i mean obviously is is inspiring but like going out and doing other jobs and working with other people has i've just been like Hitting the pavement and like yeah. really trying to perfect my craft, so that's what I've been obsessed with. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, cool. It's a important one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah. like, you should have went to NYU. I t- <laughs> <laughs> but really, mm, you should have. Shout out to Maceo on that one. Hey. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. let thanks me... for coming and being oh, our guest. Well, thank you guys for yeah. having me, husband and wife. Yeah, and you're husband. so welcome. <laughs> husband and wife and husband. <laughs> Very special edition. Uh, yeah. 
so um, for anyone that's curious, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y underscore Lauren. You can find uh, our production company. L-O-R-E-N. Oh, L-O-R-E-N. And Nate, knows. where can you find Holly Lou? Uh, you can find Holly Lou at 44 Stewart Avenue. <laughs> My phone number is 828. <laughs> no. Uh, where can you find Holly Lou? Uh, HollyLouProductions.com. H A L L E L O O Productions.com. And on Instagram, same handle, Holly at Holly Lou Productions. And where can people find you? Uh, don't find me. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. I don't Please want them do to. Please do not. Can't. Seek me out. <laughs> All right. I want all of the DMs in in your Instagram right now. Please don't. Please don't. I won't respond. Oh, man. And you can find me on Instagram at DancingGingerAlex or online DancingGinger.com. And before we go, I want you guys to please rate, review, and subscribe us. If you subscribe to us... um, screenshot it and email it to info at dancingginger.com and you will be um, entered in a chance to win a 30-minute free consultation from me, health and wellness consultation. If you subscribe, rate, and review, send me a screenshot of all of those and you'll get an extra submission. Cool. That just about does it for the Husband and Wife podcast. Thank you so much, Nathan, for being a guest. Appreciate it. Thank you. Love you so much. All right, guys, that's all for now. We'll see you next time. Bye.